When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everyone. We're back. It's another episode of the 1871 podcast, and I'm joined by Johnny Hunt, my co-host. Hello, Johnny. How are you? Good, mate. How are you? Long time no see. I know. I know. It's been been a few weeks, hasn't it? It uh, has. Last time I, I actually saw you was, was in Dublin, uh, about a month ago was that, and then we did the last episode of the podcast the week um, before the first game, didn't we? First yeah. game of the season. So... Um, we did say it might be our last ever episode. Obviously, it wasn't. Um, we had a lot of feedback, uh, just people saying, you know, if it is the last episode, thanks, enjoyed it. Um, would love to for you to do a, a third series if you want. Um, so we we decided to kind of um, do this episode because the season started now, just have a recap. And then um, Johnny's got an idea which I think is a really good idea which we'll talk about as well so we're not going to commit to anything we just might do episodes every now and again because we've had some really really nice feedback some really nice messages and and to the extent where um, Johnny you you don't know this but there's a guy that I work with his name's Dominic Doherty so as as you know I'm working with um, a company called Helping Sports Sponsorship now and we find sponsors and official partners for professional football clubs in in England, uh, across Europe, around the world. Um, and Dominic's one of the consultants. And just we were having one of our catch-up chats as, as part of uh, um, what we do in, in the role. And um, Dominic said, oh, by the way, uh, my sister and my my dad are, are Reading fans. And they've said, can you do a third series? <laughs> I didn't know. Really <laughs> um, There's no escape. Uh, he's, yeah, so it's his girlfriend... And his father-in-law, I think, or his girlfriend's dad. Yeah, that's it. Um, and actually, he's, he's based up in Chester. So um, we're obviously UK-wide. We've got fans all over the country. I, I don't know about fans around the world. Do, do you know of any fans in different countries? Um, there's a few over here, for sure. Yeah, we've got... I know looking at the stats, we, we do have people listening from other countries um Ireland, Australia, Ireland's obviously you, Johnny, and maybe a few others. Um yeah. Australia. Uh, uh, I've, br- I've brainwashed a few people in Australia to, to US, as well. US. Yeah. I threatened so to come back. We have, we have got a few people around the world. Yeah. Um so it's been good. And we've been going what a year and a half, is it? Since the first yeah. episode. Yeah, I think so. Yes, February last year, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So look, thank you to everyone who's who's got in touch and, and said, you know, all the positive feedback and can we do another series? So we're not, we don't want to commit to anything. Um, I'm actually sort of one of the reasons that we weren't going to commit to a third series is because um, I'm really, really busy with work. Um, And actually it's not just about putting out a podcast. We want to kind of do it properly, but it's nice to know that, that people like it. So yeah, we might do the odd one here and there and, and yeah, just to start off. Thanks ever so much for, for everyone who's got in touch and, and for your 
your uh, nice messages, which is which is always good. So, Johnny, let's uh, let's get straight into it then. Reading Football Club, the uh, the highs and lows and the roller coaster ride of being a Reading fan. So, look, let's go back to let's go back about a month. Um, so, the last episode was just before the season started, and um, it's fair to say that um, when we did the last episode, the club was was in turmoil. It's the start of the season, I think. There were only four players that had been signed up until that point. One of them was injured. Um, two of them weren't registered. Um, you know, Charlie Savage and Lewis Wing, I think they, they'd yeah. signed, but they weren't registered. We didn't know if they'd be able to play in the first game, and they, they did, luckily. And then we've signed a few more players. Um, but let's go back to just before the start of the season, and I think what was really good was Ruben Ruben Sellers did the Purple Turtle event, didn't he? Yeah. And I think that went down really well with fans. And, and we started to think, actually, maybe the club's, you know, doing something positive for a change. Although, <laughs> typical Reading, um, he got announced as Ruben Nevers, didn't he? Yes, he did. <laughs> <laughs> you never get it quite right. Although, I have to say, that shirt is a cracker. The Purple Turtle shirt or the... yeah. yeah. The, something yeah. a bit different. People yeah, about. people seem to like that, don't they? The, yeah. the third yeah. kit. Yeah, yeah, the purple shirtle. That's it. it. <laughs> yeah. So um, I think that was was a really positive way for the club to start the season, and and you know at least it's something. And and he was really, I think that was a really good move on his part. And and he's, you know, he's certainly popular with the fans, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Positive guy as well. He's 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 very good with the the media. Unlike Ince last year, you know he's says it as it is, and I think he's he's open and he's honest, um, and humble with it. You know, and you get a nice feel about him. He's, he's genuine. Yeah, well, he's only just started, so that could all change, obviously. But <laughs> uh, look, yeah, so so far so good as as far as the manager's concerned. Um, so you know, at the, at the start of the season, obviously. You know, everything was a bit up in the air. And then we we had the first game. Um, so it was a 1-0 defeat. And, um, you know, we, by, you know, over the last kind of few weeks since the season started, we've we've now got quite a few new players. So just run through the list um, before we start talking about the individual results. So Harvey Nibs, Sam Smith, Lewis Wing, Charlie Savage, Tivonge Ruchesha, Harley Dean, Tyler Binden, David Button, Ben Elliott, uh, and then also Paul Makaru. I think that's how you pronounce it on loan from Copenhagen. I think that's all the all the signings. Is there anyone I've missed there, Johnny? No, no, that's it. And and also all the youngsters he's playing as well, which is great. Yeah, yeah. Because we at the start of the season, and and let's talk about the players. Obviously, the first couple of results didn't go well. Terrible results in pre-season, but. Obviously, it's all about um, bringing the new players in, uh, and actually, first the first game of the season, there was some promising signs. It was a lucky goal for for the uh, for the winning goal. Um, so Reading were a bit unlucky, and and there was you know there are a few players. Charlie uh, Charlie Savage showed a bit of promise. Um, Vickers as well, yeah, and um, yeah, I think the. What's happened is um, we we seem to 
at the start of the season, we were losing on Saturday at the weekends and then winning in midweek. So there was this theory about Reading have got a Tuesday team, which was the youngsters. So let's just put the Tuesday team out. Um, and there was a there was a a little bit of a bust up as well. Do you do you know much about the details of that, Johnny? Oh no, this uh, you know after the Port Vale game, apparently you know between senior players. Uh, I mean, if you, if you watch the Port Vale game, it was it's hard hard work to watch. I mean, you know, uh, Carroll missed a penalty, but uh, him and the centre back for Port Vale were going back to the days of Vinnie Jones and Gather, just constantly pulling and grabbing and fighting and whatever. Um, and it was just it was just not it wasn't enjoyable to watch. As then you know, it, we just peeping the ball up him and and it's not um, a dig at Carroll. It was just the way it was going back to last season and. <clears throat> You know, you people draw their own conclusions, but we haven't seen Holmes, Carroll, uh, Guinness Walker, or Bazanis since then. Which, would, you know, the young squad or players that we have, you'd think they'd be at least on the bench. So, you know, if you hear rumours, you hear there was some maybe some altercation afterwards or some disagreement, but who knows? But it just seems very odd that they're now clearly not injured because they're at the open day last week training um, as part of the squad. Um, but not in the team. Like, and you think like it's been like a game extra on Saturday. It might have been, you know, an Andy Carroll sub come on, you know, when you need him to get a goal. Who knows? But there's sellers from that. I assuming or guessing that he does things his own way. He's, he's not like Ince who just relied on the senior players. If somebody's not doing what he wants them to do. It's my way or the highway, and I like that. And I think he's not scared to, or he's not scared to make changes either on the pitch. Yeah, so and also, and also, I would say, and we are going to talk about the results in a minute. But I would say, probably one of the highlights so far is the emergence of of some of the the young players, in, including the the new players. Um, yeah. I think it's fair to say Charlie Savage really quickly has become a fan's favourite, hasn't he? Um, yeah, you know the. The free kick he scored and and that sort of thing, but um, who 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 do you think so far, Johnny, has, has stood out for you um, for Reading? Well, I think like you know that you go back to the Millwall game when I don't think anyone thought we'd go up there and get a result. Thought it was going to be an absolute battering, um, especially when you saw the team that he put out. But it was absolutely brilliant to see you know Nathan Abbey. Come through, captain the team at I don't know, what age is nineteen twenty. Um, Tyler Binden, um, like if if you can play against Millwall away at that age in that atmosphere, get a result. Pretty much you can play anywhere. Like you know, it's it's that's a real test at, at, at a young player's you know mentality ability. But they did it and they they absolutely hammered them. So guys like that, those two especially, I think is. Um, you know, a really start. There's obviously Matty Carsten as well, um, and Laddie up front. But Kelvin's Kelvin's done great. <laughs> you know, it's, it's Kelvin. Kelvin, who's that? John? The, the, the Kelvin E. If you'd like to know, Kelvin Air Batium. Yeah, but like the, it's My favorite player. It's refreshing, like you know, to see these lads go out without fear and without. <laughs> What what Reading fans um, have been asking for, crying out for for ages, is players with hunger, and I think we're yeah. seeing some of that, aren't we? Yeah, definitely. And you go like they want to be there. There's obviously a style of play that he's developing as a manager. It's just kind of like a four-two-two-two 
formation that he, he seems to play, but he's got the right players in play in it, which isn't obviously lumping the ball up to somebody like Carroll, you know, and he's trying to get away from it. And, and he's got players that are going to, you know, make mistakes. They're going to, you'd rather see these young lads go out there. Yeah. And no fear. And if they make a mistake, people will get behind them. And then he's gone in, you know, bought in David Button again, who had a bit like Lumley last season. Everyone's going, oh, God, he's, he's, he's got a bad reputation at West Brom. He makes mistakes, whatever. But he's come to us and he's done very well so far. And, you know, a young team needs an experienced keeper behind them to organise and to keep them in shape and to talk. And, to, you know, that's, that's a huge thing for us. Yeah, and, and I think if you, you know, if you look back at some of the successful sides, you know, under and, and, uh, Brian McDermott, Steve Koppel, uh, even going back as far as Mark McGee and even, you know, Ian Bramfoot's team in the 80s. Um, whenever I look at clips, you know, if you talk about the 106 season or, or the team that went up under Brian McDermott, whenever you look at clips and the goals that, that Reading scored in those seasons, there was... Um, there was speed and energy involved. Yeah. And I think one of the complaints of Reading fans over the last few seasons in the kind of post-John Medeski era is everything's been a bit slow and predictable. But now we seem to have got, you know, we've got some young players coming through. Um, they've got that energy, enthusiasm. You know, they're going to put the tackles in. And there's a bit, there's more energy about it and, you know, you you need that. You know, any any good team. You look at when Leicester won the Premier League. That amazing, you know, that amazing story. And also, you know, Reading the one hundred and six team. Um, it was just really dynamic, and it just feels like we've got a little bit of that back now. Um, and I think that's down to the the younger players. So yeah. you have to give a lot of credit to the manager for that. I think. And Noel Hunt as well. You know, we had Noel yeah. here last year. And, you know, he's obviously those young players that he's had with him. He's he's given them that confidence in their ability from, you know, seeing them week in. He believes in them. And that's been fed through now to the first team because they, they all look first team players. They don't look yeah. out of place. And obviously, it's a long season that you can't expect them all to play 46 games or whatever. And they're going to make, you know, there's going to be times when they're going to be rested or whatever. But you look at them and you go, that is real... Uh, positive the club we haven't had for a while yeah. look let, let's let's go back and run through the results because obviously we started off with with a defeat but you know I think you said on the last episode um the 106 season started with a defeat we don't we're obviously we've already lost a few more games <laughs> that season so we don't we don't think it's going to be another 106 season yeah. um but look we started with a defeat it's a new manager that's come in um, I think a few days before, literally, there were four players. One was injured and two weren't actually registered to play. So, you know, uh, uh, and it was it was a lucky goal. I mean, yeah. I, was, I was at the game. They got a lucky goal. It was pretty even, that game. It could have sort of gone either, either way. So, um, and then it was another 1-0 defeat at Port Vale. I think they lost 7-0 their, their first yeah, game. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, so two two one nil defeats, but um, we had that great result, as you said, in the EFL Cup away to Millwall. Um, you know, after the after the Peterborough game, and then you know second league defeat in a row, and then you know Cheltenham, Stevenage, two wins and uh, two clean sheets as well, which is always yeah. good. 
And then um, obviously Exeter away, 2-1 defeat. And there was a little bit of um, little bit trouble at the end of the game, wasn't there? I didn't. I, well, I didn't hear that. But <laughs> yeah, I think a few of the few of the fans kicked off. Um, oh, okay, I didn't know that. I know it's. Uh... Uh, yeah, you, you you don't want to see that. Obviously, no. you know if you get beat um, late goal is frustrating, but you don't really want to see that. I I don't know the full details of what yeah. happened, but I think a few of the fans kind of took their frustrations out really. And, um, you know, but look, I think where we are now, you know, four, four nil away to Millwall and it's home to Ipswich and another EFL cup game tonight. Uh, it's the second round tonight. So we've already, you know, won a, a game in, in that we're through to the second round. Um, first time we played Ipswich for a while, isn't it? I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, be, be a good game. The Sonia Luko returns to Reading. Be, uh... <laughs> yeah, that would jinx us. But it is. It's like you know the the the, way, you know, the last few games we haven't been beaten by more than one goal. Any of those games as well. Which, you know, you look back at last season and where we just fall apart in games. And I think you know what he's, you know, that defense that we started with at the start of the season. Yeah, had year um year on McIntyre, Holmes. Um, against Walker and you know it must affect players when they've been part of a team for two years one or two years and you've let in that many goals and you're constantly under pressure as individuals it's nothing personal but like it must get to you as players so he's changed that he's changed that mindset and that culture and brought in people that are unscarred by that they're they're out to play and they're looking forward so you know against Ipswich again you know it's a free game you know there's no expectation that they have to, they're going to go out and win it they can just go out and play and have another game where hopefully it'll be a kind of similar team maybe you know a few of the other under 21 players like a briefer might come in just to give some of the rest but it's a chance for them to develop as, as a team again and keep learning about playing alongside each other and um you know under sellers what he wants from the players so you know it's, it's you know, and they've got a bit more of a break before cambridge next week so there's a bit of a rest time there yeah so um it's it's which tonight at home in the EFL cup um we've also obviously got the EFL trophy so we're in a group with with Exeter with Swindon and with Arsenal under 21 so that'd be interesting and the first game in that is um on the 19th of September so a while to wait for that and as you say next league game is on Monday um, away to Cambridge, um, and and look, I think the last last few games, it's three wins and, and two defeats, um, and like you say, it's it's a cup game tonight. So um, the EFL Cup and the EFL Trophy, um, I think it's a it's a good opportunity to actually blood some young players, and yeah, um, yeah, I, th- I think we've got a bit more. Um, reason to be optimistic now, although we've still got this stuff with the points deductions. So we get a win, and then you know we only get two points because one gets deducted. Um, we're not there yet, are we? And and there is talk of of um, uh, new owners potentially. I, I think talk about the ownership, Johnny. I don't know what the latest you've heard through Star is or anything like that, but um. 
as I understand it, the owner does, he's open to selling um, the club. He he does kind of want to sell if, if he gets the right offer. Um, and I think a lot of fans would welcome that, wouldn't they? Yeah, well, you know, the, the, the sell before we die campaign has been going on, you know, and it's, it, it's you know, it's not about the, the team and the players. That's a separate issue. It is this ownership and the constant fear every month of, are we paying the tax man? It, it's, it's been going on and everyone's been, you know, but the EFL have got to take responsibilities. Well. Like the whole thing with Charlie um, Savage and the, you know, they let us sign him, but then wouldn't let us register him, knowing all the background issues that we've had as a club. I and mean, it's just ridiculous. Um yeah, yeah, I don't so, know. I mean, that's that's a strange one, isn't it? Like, yeah. wouldn't you think it would be better that you had to register a player first before signing him? I know that's kind of or, all yeah. Works, but... Or you do it at the same time, isn't it? Well, if you, but you can't sign him because you've got this problem as a club, but you can sign him. But we're not going to let him play him. <laughs> Come on, like it, it just doesn't. You know, their 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 lack of clarity on what goes on doesn't help. But it, it's that's off the pitch stuff, isn't it? Hopefully. There'll be some resolution at some stage because there has to be because if you know you can't keep going on with these points deductions and issues around tax all the all the stuff we all know we happens all the time but hopefully that will be sort of some clarity on that this season I don't know when we don't know when but it has to happen soon and and you know and then that takes some of the pressure off the players and you know the pit the background staff that you know worrying about when they're getting paid and. We can just concentrate on what we're supposed to be doing, which is football, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, and I know. Look, it, obviously, it's League One, and and the Championship is is uh, is a harder league just because there are better teams in the in the Championship, and you've got, you know, that includes clubs that have come down from the Premier League, and um, you know, it is a tough league. Um, so there is that factor. You know, we're down in League One now, yeah. but look, I think if if you look at the results. Um, you know, you compare the off the field stuff to the on the field stuff. Off field, there is still, you know, reason for concern because is this going to keep happening every month where it's late payments and and then potential points deductions? We need that resolved, really. Whether that's a new owner or another way of doing it, um, you, you just don't. You want to kind of be a fan of a club where, um. You don't even have to think about that stuff, but unfortunately <laughs> we do. And we're like, it gets to the end of the month and, you know, we're, we're concerned if we win a game, are we only going to get two points? <laughs> so look, that's the off the field stuff, but look on the field, I think actually there, there is quite a lot of um, reason to be optimistic. And I think it's worth highlighting that, you know, it looks like we've got a really good manager for, for league one. Um, I think, Anyone now uh, who had any doubts about Ruben Sellers, also known as Ruben Nevers, um, coming in, you know, pe- people really, it's really refreshing, isn't it? We've got a manager who, you know, he's obviously managed temporarily in, in the Premier League um, and he seems to be positive in terms of himself as a personality, but also in terms of the way he sets up the team bringing the youngsters in, there's like energy, dynamism about the team as well. And also we can be positive about a lot of the, the players. And another thing to point out is, you know, we've had the three wins we've had have all been clean sheets. So 4-0 away to Millwall, 
the two home games against Cheltenham and uh, Stevenage, you know, um, three clean sheets, positive um, about the manager, positives about the players. So on the pitch, you know, it's it's better than it was last season, I think, already, isn't it? Well, yeah, I know, you know, you can see there's more organisation there. And I think, you know, some of the sort of at BBC Berkshire, they were saying you know, it's a poor start to the season. It's like, come on, look at the circumstances. Give the guys some credit. Give, like, you know, we're, what he's trying to do, where we're kind of, you know, we're not even really up to speed with the, you know, pre season and the start of the season with what he's had, you know, to deal with. So he needs time. He needs time. But what you're seeing with what he's doing is, is positive. And, like, you know, that. The, the Exeter game was a good example. At half time, he made changes. Things weren't working. He changed it. Rather, you know, under Ince last season, where you're sitting there, it's like the 85th minute, and he's still not changing. He's sticking to the same, sticking to the same. Yeah, I like that in a manager. He's proactive. He's he's he's, he's seeing something's not working. Do different, and it worked. Okay, you know, we should have gone probably two one up on Saturday. Didn't happen, and you know that's what we'll be letting the goal at the end. But his, you can see he's he's one of those managers that's ready to make changes, it's proactive, it's different, you know, and that's what we need. That's something you go, oh, you can all see it's not working as fans. Is he going to change it? And he does. You know, that's that's one of the real strengths that I think he's got. And he believes in the youngsters. That's you. Yeah. Yeah. And I and I think look, if if we're if we're targeting um, you know, winning the home games and at least drawing the away games, look, we we've won our last two two home games without conceding a goal. Um the the last game was an away game. Um, we conceded a, a, a last, you know, stoppage time goal. So it was one one up until stoppage time. And obviously, whenever you score, um, that's a, the result. But it, it was a stoppage time goal. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, last three league games, two wins at home in a row. And then, you know, a, a last, uh, sorry, not a last minute, a stoppage time Goal. I think it was. Was it in the last minute of stoppage time? It was three minutes. Third, yeah, yeah. So it's pretty minutes in stoppage time, wasn't it? So, look, I think you take um, you take the first two games, uh, the two defeats, with a new manager, new players coming in. Um, put that to one side, and we've had two league games at home, wins, two wins in a row at home, and then. You know that obviously the defeat at Exeter with a late goal, um, and then let's see what happens on on Monday and obviously tonight against Ipswich should be interesting. It's the EFL Cup. I don't know if we, you know, which, which would you as a Reading fan? We've got those uh, different cup competitions. So obviously the FA Cup, you want to do well in the FA Cup. But out of the EFL Cup and the EFL Trophy, it's it's all a bit new to us, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, with the EFL Trophy, playing Arsenal's under-21s. Out, out of the two competitions, Johnny, the EFL Cup and the EFL Trophy, what do you what do you want to see? What, do, would you prefer for us to go further in the EFL Trophy or the EFL Cup? What Would you want to see it as an opportunity to blood more youngsters? Or what, what would yeah, you like? I think it is. <clears throat> I think because, you know, there's a few days for the transfer window, you know, to get hopefully maybe get some more players in. But, with the way the team is at the minute, I think it's a perfect opportunity to to play the younger players in both. You know, um, we've already played the younger players in, in the league, so even younger, younger players that you know on the fringes 
it's a perfect opportunity to play them and, and give them a chance to, to, you know, show how good they are and, and to get that game time in, in men's football as such, not under 23s or, you know, younger team versions, because that's where they're going to really learn their game and compete against, you know, professional players. So you'll see the, the lads have already shown how good they are at that level. There'll be more opportunities for younger lads to do that as well. And that's that's a positive. If we if we you know progress and we get to Wembley, that'd be brilliant. Uh, but like, one thing I was to say, I was get back to the wrong strategy. How good was the tribute to Eamon Dolan from both sets of fans talking about yeah. the youngsters? You know that that was special. I think you know he's done so much for both clubs, and I think you know was admired and respected by so many people that I thought it was just a lovely touch to do that. Yeah, and I think I think that's important. You know when. Um, the last home game that I went to, you know, I I spent a bit of time looking around the ground and you've got, you know, the plaque for Morris Evans, you've got the plaque for Roy Tranter. And I think that's important because there's, there's been a lot of criticism levelled at the club. But I think, um, you know, if you, if you look at when the fans actually get together and, you know, the, the, the clubs are doing some things in in the right way and and Reading included in in that and you're absolutely right you know it's it's important to remember and like you remember back to 40 years ago as well um not just back to yeah. you know Eamon Dolan's time and what Steve Coppel did what Brian McDermott did but back before then you know stopping the the merger going ahead 40 years ago Roy Tranter my dad was involved in that Roger Smee um obviously what Sir John Medeski did. Um, so it's important we remember all that. E- even, I think, the fans that weren't born back yeah. um, Obviously, we we remember it because um, we're a bit older than a lot of the fans, aren't we? <laughs> so, look, Johnny, I've got a little, uh, a little test for you. Oh, God. So um, the players that have come in, we're talking about young players. Yeah. There are... Uh, five players that have played in all of the games so far. So six games so far, um, five players. Who do you think they are? Uh, Charlie Savage. Correct. Um, I'm trying to think who else we've signed. Um, I've played, didn't actually necessarily start. Play, played in all, all six games. Um, you got one. Carson, Carson? Vickers? Yeah, Vickers. Are we talking young players? Are we talking players we've signed? Yeah, I've played in I've played in all the games so far. I've taken part in all the games. That we, we've just signed over the summer? No, just play, players. Oh, young players. Kelvin, yeah. of course. Yeah. Top man Kelvin. Um, yeah. You've got two more. Um, I'm trying to think. Did I think um, so, Nibs missed the game, didn't he? So one of them, Harvey Nibs, did he miss a game, didn't he? I think, was he no, out? no. Harvey Nibs is another one, and Femi Aziz is Femi, the other. Ah, yes, Femi. Yeah, yeah. Who gets his? So Harvey Nibs, Charlie Savage, Femi Aziz, Kelvin Ehebatiaman, and Kalen Vickers, and then yeah. um, Tom McIntyre, Andy Year, Dom, Sam Hutchinson, Amadou, and Bengay. Mamadi Kamara and Matthew Carson have played in five of the, the six games so far. 
So it's five five in the league and the EFL Cup game. So, Johnny, uh, looking ahead to Cambridge on Monday. Well, let's before we look ahead to Cambridge on Monday, we've got a, a game coming up tonight. So, um, any predictions? Any thoughts about what sort of team um, Ruben Sellers have put out tonight? What would you like to see? I think a mixture of the youngsters and the youngsters and the youngsters, <laughs> the youngsters and the and the even younger. Yeah, yeah, I think so. You know, um, yeah, I, there's there's some you know players that have played first team football. I said like Kelvin Abrifa that you know could come in. Maybe um, what's his name? Lad played up front, scored against Birmingham. Um, fuck, my brain's gone. It's been a long day at work. Um, Maybe. Who else? Is it Makaru? No, no, no. Um, Jamari Clark. Oh, right. yeah. yeah, just it has been kind of featured. Um, be interested to see if he gets a, a, a run out. Um, like I think, and maybe maybe if they're not moving on, maybe the, the three or four that I mentioned that might come in and they have to prove themselves again. You know, the likes of Mike McIntyre might have to, you know, start. Holmes might start. Carroll might start. You know, it'd be interesting if they're not playing tonight. Well, then what's going on? But, um, yeah. but like, I, 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 you know, I, I don't really, I don't, I'm just looking forward to seeing who plays and how they do. And regardless of the result, we see, you know, they're playing against a team that's now, you know, a level above whether they, they pick a younger team as well or not. Um, I, nothing to fear. You know, these, these lads go out and play and express themselves and, you know, do their best. They're not scared. That's what I love about it. You know, they just go out and play. Yeah. 2-1 I mean, two, two, to us. Okay. 2-1 win tonight. What about uh, Cambridge away? They've had a they've had a reasonable start, similar to Reading, actually. They've won three and lost two. So they're, they're up near the top. They're only one point off the playoff positions at the moment. Um, so what what do you make of that on Monday? Yeah, like I think because they they had a surprising defeat the weekend. So I Cambridge away. I haven't been. Oh, I used to go there a long time ago. I think I saw Dave Kitson stick his fingers up as a, when he was playing for Cambridge back. That was that long ago for the younger fans. Doing a Robin Friday. Yeah, and then uh, I, was, I think Matty Upson sort of make his debut there, and we lost three one in the cup back in two thousand. But it's a it's a great place to go. It's a great ground. Um, it'd be a good game. Like it, it's nice to you know like the extra game. You know, for the away fans. There's that noise and there's that intensity you get at the smaller ground, and you've got 1,500 away fans rather than 15 in a yeah. 20,000 away end. So it'll be, it'll be a good game. I think, you know, I, I could see we have to win away one day. <laughs> we just have to. But like he'll, he'll go out and, you know, go for it. Cambridge, you know, again, like a lot of teams in this league, everyone's a bit. Hit and miss. They can, you know, it's not easy to predict. Like you saw Peterborough get smashed by Derby at home on Saturday after only conceding two goals. So I think there'll be goals in the game. I'd, I'd even, you know, two, one, three, two. It could be, you know, that that's kind of the way that the football is at the minute. Yeah, and look, I think if we if we get a point there, um, we're not going to be too disappointed. <laughs> but it's also about the performance, isn't it? And, yeah. and look, Cambridge. They've lost two of the last three. So the last three games, they've won one and lost two. Um, and look, we, we've got to mention local rivals, Oxford United, top of the table at the moment. Um, so they lost the first game and they've won the last four. Yeah. Um, so two points clear 
of Exeter. And it's also worth saying that, yes, of course, we lost away to Exeter, but, um, you know, they've they've won three and drawn one yeah. of their first five games. Um, but, uh, yeah, just looking at, um, we, we're actually made a similar start to, to Wickham, haven't we? They lost their first two games and they've, uh, of the last three, they've, they've won two and, and drawn one. So they're a couple of points ahead of us at the moment, the two local clubs in the division. Um, and then down at the bottom, you've got, Cheltenham and Fleetwood on a point each. Um, Burton, Carlisle and Wigan on on two points. And um, Carlisle, Burton, Fleetwood and Cheltenham in the bottom four at the moment. So it's uh, four to go down and all four of them not won a game yet. So they've uh, they've all um, experienced mostly defeat. So I think, you know, we, we don't know it's the start of the season, but Reading are looking, I, I don't think we're wor- worried about any possibility of relegation, are we? It's more to do with if we get points deducted that might get <laughs> yeah. into it. But, yeah, I, I think, you know, you know mid-table this season is what it is. You know, it, it's about a long-term project that Sellers has talked about. And this season will be very much that because of all the restrictions we've got again. It'll just, you yeah. know, build a team, build, you know, we've got players that they've actually done the recruitment right on, got long-term contracts for, like, you know, um, Savage and Nibs. Uh, you know, these lads, that they have got potential. So they've actually done smart this time and have learned from the mistakes of Elise and Richards and, you know, give them a chance to grow and, and the fans to get behind them. You know, there's going to be games where we're going to have bad games, but you know that they're, they're, they're trying their best and they, they, they want to be there at the club. Whereas of all the last couple of years, of all the random loan signings and, it, it was a bit of a circus and you kind of, you know, guys that aren't committed to the club, they're just there because they have to be. This is yeah. different, you know, and that's, that's positive and it's it's exciting. If, if we get behind it as a fan base, it's it's something to look forward to. And I think, you know, we're in we're in a better place as, as fans, kind of emotionally as we were at the end of, compared to where we were at the end of last season. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, it's not been, you know... It, it's been a bit tricky, hasn't it? But yeah. as things stand, you know, it's it's looking a lot more optimistic than than it was. I think that includes the manager. I think that includes the players. Yeah. We've still got concerns with the off the field stuff. But look, the game tonight, and then uh, away to Cambridge on mo- Monday to look forward to. Um, and Johnny, just want to talk to you about your idea because we a, a while back we did the. Um, mental health focus didn't we and uh we had a lot of positive feedback about that and um you know we had quite a few people on that call talking about their experiences and I think one thing that we we both said on that was if you are struggling with with anything to do with mental health um one thing that we would both advise is to talk about it um whether it's friends family um you know there's the NHS um you know they've they've got a service you can call your your doctor um and it's not just about getting medication it's about you know actually helping you because people have got different conditions so some people suffer with anxiety um some people suffer with depression um and and uh other conditions as well and and the nhs are, are really good so that would be our advice and the reason for mentioning that is that 
Johnny, you've come up with this idea of of doing a, a kind of a mini series, if you like, um, focusing on mental health. Be a bit different from the podcast. Uh, we're doing it under the eighteen seventy one banner. It's your project. So, do you want to talk through a little bit about um, what your idea is and what you've got in mind? Yeah, like there's, there's some a few years ago before COVID kicked in about getting getting Reading fans together, um, you know, in person. But that's kind of difficult for for lots of different reasons. Um, so then something that um, a lot of other fan groups do, um, this particular one that I was speaking to before, Talking Cherries, they have a regular online catch-up um, once a month, even more often, I think, at times. And it's something that, I know, you know, Mark and myself believe in, you know, just giving people an, um, uh, a place to talk. Like it's not for, you know, we're not going to be videoing it and putting it online. It's more just a, a space where people can come together um, to talk just openly and um, with each other because we've all got the common connection and support in Reading. But also, you know, me and Mark have talked about our mental health journeys. There's so many others that we know of that um, do the same. But it was kind of a way, especially with, when it's initially kind of over the summer, it was time to seems to fly, but even more so now in the winter. Yep, football's great, but there's times, you know, when there's games aren't on, that when the weather's not great and people aren't able to, to go out and catch up with people in person, that we could actually set something up online. Just, uh, you know, I was looking at maybe the last Thursday of the month, or the first Thursday of the month, yeah. seven and nine, just for people to get together. Have a chat online, yeah. talk football, get to know each other. And people might know each other already, but just have that um, place and a place that we can talk, but also maybe we could get people to come and join us. That there's a you know might be able to share some ideas, some experiences in the mental health world, or from you know it really is kind of an open plan, but it's it's, it's about supporting each other and like yeah. talking royals, if you want to call it that. Um, but it, you know, I think it's it's something we can do. It's not um, about us. It's just that we could use this as a as a forum to get that out there and and reach out to people. And I think you know that's people have reached out to me in the past, and and I think it's important that we do that and can do it with with the football banner. And then you know, people got that to talk about. It's not we're sitting here just talking mental health. It's football and mental yeah. health or whatever. So it's it's something that we can do. So look. Um... If you're interested in taking part in that, we're not going to be putting it out as a podcast. So it's not going to be on YouTube. It won't be um, on the podcast platform. Um, it's it's a little community, really, Johnny, isn't it? And it's um, it's like a sort of a little club or whatever. And people can come along. It's a private session. So, you know, anyone who's worried about um, any of that going out, it will be... Yeah. It won't be, it'll be kept in confidence and it's yeah. just a chance to have a chat. So you don't need to be on camera even, you know, you don't need to be, no, you, you, don't don't need to be you don't need to be on camera. You have to have your mute off if you want to talk, yeah. obviously, but you don't have to, you can just listen in if you want yeah. to. Yeah. So, um, it's- so yeah, it's, it's just, it's just a community um, connected with, with Reading. Uh, so it's going to, we haven't even got a name for it yet. It's, uh, it's Johnny's project, Johnny's idea um so it's a little kind of support group really in a way isn't it and and anyone can join 
And look, I'll uh, I'll give out my um, my work email address. If if anyone wants more information, they can contact me at Mark. So M A R K at helpinsportsponsorship.com. So it's H-A-L-P-I-N, sport, S-P-O-R-T, sponsorship.com. So contact me if you're interested. That's my work email address. Um, and we'll be we'll be giving details. And, and Johnny, you're going to be putting some more information out. Yeah, on people, people would get in touch. You know, and I'm looking probably at the, you know, at the end of September, we'll, we'll yeah. do the first one. It gives us time to get people together. I say it's you know it's there's no it's just you know it's a it's a place to talk it's no there's no rules of you know obviously you know um, it's just being kind to each other and and, and listening listening space um, that we could use somewhere because we spoke to um, you know there was I, I won't say who who it was but there was one person you know on the um, on the podcast last time when we did the mental health focus um, talked about you know feelings of, of being alone mm. so sometimes you just, I think one thing that's helped me if ever I've felt down or anything like that is just to talk about it yeah. so this this gives you the opportunity so there's there's no other reason for doing it apart from it's just a forum it's a community um, it's a support group really so feel free to you know join in if you want to everything will be kept in confidence we're not going to be putting that out as a podcast, um, but you are welcome. And also, if you know anyone, yeah, if, absolutely. If you've got friends or family or people you work with or, or whoever who would be interested, um, there is a little bit of a, a theme with with football and Reading Football Club. Um, but uh, you know, talk about talk about anything really, and and we just want to want to support you. So, yeah. you know, fair play to you, Johnny. It was your idea. It's going to be your your be hosting it um so yeah it's just a, another way as well like you know because not all reading fans have been reading either that was the other part of it you yeah. know we've got we've got our exiles around the world so anyone can join in you know that's the that's the beauty of it being online it's it's the kind of a you know easy access you don't have to get you know when you're not when you're struggling the last thing you want to be doing is having to get from a to b to b to c on yeah. transport this is just you know hope for most people have got phone access yeah. or wi-fi access that you can just to log into kind of like a zoom call or whatever you want to call it and and it's you know again yeah. and just to just to stress again that it is in confidence it's not going out it won't go on youtube like the podcast it, it won't go out on any of the podcast platforms it's a private event everything will be in confidence yeah you can keep your camera off you you can just listen in if you want to yeah. uh you can go on mute if you want to if you don't want to contribute that's fine but if you do great um and you know we'll 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 support you um and as i say you know johnny's idea johnny's project so i think you're looking to do maybe you know last thursday of the month yeah i'll I'll get that yeah i'll confirm up the details and stuff um yeah and if people have got suggestions as well i've always hoped you know i say once a month because that's just to start it off but obviously if, if people feel that you know more often might be good then we'll go with that it's literally you know it's just we're we're kind of posting it if you like, but it, it's about people getting involved and bringing suggestions and ideas, you know, yeah. obviously from their own experiences that that can help each other. It's about helping yeah. each other and supporting each other. It's it's not about you know looking good or uh, getting applauded for it. It's just about being there for each other. And the other thing is, if you want to join in because you want to help people, you're you're welcome as well. It's yeah, 
it's it's for anyone who wants to join for for any reason really so if if you you know if you if you live on your own and, and you you feel a bit lonely or you're feeling down or depressed or you've got you know anxiety whether it's to do with with money job whatever it is um your personal life um it's just a, an opportunity just to have a a friendly chat with with people who who are who are interested and and will help you if if they can so yeah and like you were saying mark about sort of signposting places to go with people yeah. need the support you know they said about the nhs as well like you know getting to know where where you know people might be able to share resources and ideas that may help as well so it's a kind of a you yeah. know that it's a real open kind of way of trying to support each other you know and um you know in person on online there it's, it's it's a way it's a start and yeah we'll see where it goes and hopefully it will help some if it helps one person then it's you know it means the world so yeah brilliant all right well well done for that johnny great idea and and as i say um johnny is going to put some stuff out on social media and let you know how you can get in touch you can contact me by email or or get in touch with us on social media um as i say johnny will be the host um so feel free to get in touch if if you'd like to take part and and you want more information but that's it for now so another episode of the 1871 podcast we're not committing to any more but we might do uh we might do one a month or something yeah. um but yeah interesting start to the season johnny and yeah let's uh let's see how the next couple of games go absolutely all right nice to talk to you speak to you cheers, soon cheers johnny cheers, cheers. Sports Social Podcast Network.